Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon Be honest, Larry, you've been listening to that on repeat every day since we debuted that on Monday, right? I'm, I've been bugging you for the extended mix. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've only heard it twice now, but it's my favorite song of all time. <laughs> that, is the, that is the voice of Larry Morgan. I'm Kevin Schatz. This is Welcome to the Bandwagon and uh, Welcome to the Bandwagon. It's an honor to have you here. This is, a, uh, this is the podcast that uh, is brought to you by two Rams fans who... Hopped on the bandwagon when the team came back to L.A., and we are welcoming you aboard to be a fan of this team as well. Absolutely. And that that's the point, is that we are fans. We are not sports analysts. We are not sports experts. We're not experts at anything. What we, <laughs> do, what we do know and we love is the game of sport, the NFL, and the fact that the Rams came back to the town that we live in, have lived in. I've lived in longer than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin is... All my life. Born, born and raised here and we just were without an NFL team for a while did not have that allegiance and we felt like it's time it's time to jump on and uh sure enough we went through a couple of bummer seasons a couple of really awesome seasons and now we have a championship under our belt can we do that again well we're going to find out a week from tonight opening of the entire NFL season Rams Bills uh, I'm very excited. We're actually going to get to see the starting lineup for our team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford taking those snaps and uh, Aaron Donald uh, ready to go. I mean, you might have noticed he's fired up. He got in a brawl with the Cincinnati Bengals at a, at a practice last yeah, week. <laughs> and that was fascinating to watch all that uh, unravel in the press conferences yeah. of Sean McVay saying, we handled it all internally. We handle it. You're going to have to respect yeah. our boundaries. But yeah. uh, it was just a scuffle. It was a scuffle. It was a scuffle. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. The picture I saw was Aaron Donald swinging a Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> helmet. A Bengals helmet. <laughs> it was a Bengals helmet. It wasn't even a Rams helmet. Oh, my goodness. If yeah. he ever tried to do that to me, I don't know that I would call it a scuffle. I would it's call our- it a attempted homicide. But uh, totally. I'm sure it all got worked out. Tempers flared. But that just tells you how ready these guys are to go. And I am too. Are you, Kevin? Yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked for the season to start, and especially with such an explosive game against the Bills. The Bills were, uh, were they, I don't know if you remember, Larry, like an epic AFC final game, if I recall, against the, I, it was the Chiefs and Bills, and they battled back and forth. And so long story short is the Bills are, are ready to go, and this is a formidable opponent for week yes. one. Of the Rams, I cannot wait to watch that happen, and uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so excited for the for the season to get underway here. Yeah, you can't tell much from a game one of a season. It, it, you know, there's a long way to go, but every win is going to count. And mm-hmm. uh, you immediately stepping up against a team, as you said, Kevin, which is a, a team on the rise. There are a lot of folks who think, with the people in place in Buffalo, that this could be the team of the future and maybe mm-hmm. this season and, and they came, you know, very close uh, this past season. So, you know, you, what you want to see right away is a, a Rams team uh, coalesce and, you know, they've got some of their uh, veterans coming back. They've got some new faces in there. Uh, we mentioned uh, Matthew Stafford. We got Aaron Donald and look at what Cooper cup 
has done over this past season and this huge contract he just signed. And to give us a little insight, it's time now on Welcome to the Bandwagon to welcome Sam Farmer with Five Minutes with Farmer. Sam. Fellas, how are you? Well, now, for, for those of you me. who don't, those of you who don't know, and you should, uh, Sam Farmer, uh, longtime coverage of the NFL for the Los Angeles Times since 2000 at the LA Times. He's also documented the return of the Rams and Chargers back to LA. Amongst his many accolades, uh, he received the Dick McCann Memorial Award from the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2019. He's a Hall of Famer, Kevin. Yeah, this is fancy. Which <laughs> immediately brings up the credibility of this podcast way beyond. It, we'll never meet it again, yes. unfortunately. Yes. Uh, also, uh, his list includes he co-starred with Adam Sandler in the Longest Yard remake. Oh, and I co-starred. Actually, Boy, we're quite liberal <laughs> with that. That's right. It's in the credits. Adam Sandler and Sam Farmer stars in. Uh, <laughs> plus, he has Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning's number on his phone right now. He could call him if he wanted to. It is it is time for five minutes with Farmer and. Sam, Cooper Cup is somebody who who must have been on your radar a little bit. And uh, have you got some insight into what this guy is all about, where he came from, and how he exploded as uh, essentially just a superstar, not just on this team, but in the NFL now? Yeah, thanks, Larry. I, I do. A few years ago, I went up to Yakima, Washington, um, which was like a Bob Ross painting, you know, as you drive from <laughs> Seattle to Yakima. It's amazing. <laughs> It comes to life. Trees, yeah, happy little trees. And there you go. I was in Seattle, uh, the beginning of my career. He was a quarterback at Pacific Lutheran. So it's a there's a real sort of legacy in that family. Jake Cup, the grandfather, blocked for Archie Manning in New Orleans, and we'll get back to that in a second. And then uh, then Craig Cup played at Pacific Lutheran, and then had a cup of coffee in the NFL. In fact, was. Back up to Troy, Troy Aikman in Dallas briefly. He was a third stringer. And then Cooper came along, Eastern Washington University, broke all sorts of records there, but nobody knows what goes on at Eastern Washington. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's really uh, playing in relative obscurity up there. Now, Cooper Cup was supposed to be named Cody Cup. His dad wanted something that sounded cool over the loudspeaker. That's what he yes. said. When, <laughs> so they, they knew he was going to be a player even before he came uh, out of the womb. He probably also knew that Coop would be a, a, a booming yeah. sound in a, in a giant stadium, you know? No kidding. Well, they did. They called an audible late in the pregnancy. Karen's pregnancy changed it to Cooper for two reasons. A one... Uh, the family dog was named Cooper, and uh, <laughs> they had lost that dog on the day that Karen discovered she was oh, pregnant. That's oh, that's so that is so, so touching. Yeah, and also getting back to the Mannings, Archie Manning's eldest son is Cooper Manning, and they have such reverence for the Manning family. Wow. So Cooper's the only C in his generation. He's Cooper. He has a brother Ketner, and he has a brother Kobe. And he has a sister, Katrina, wow. <laughs> but he's the only C. They're all K. So, so anyway, Cooper comes out. He is a very good high school player in Yakima, obviously. Uh, but again, he's in Yakima. He's heading to Eastern Washington. Well, he goes to the Manning Passing Academy down in Thibodeau, Louisiana, um, which is an annual thing with attracts mostly quarterbacks, but some receivers come too. And Cooper is a counselor at the Manning Passing Academy. Well, Peyton Manning took a real interest in him 
because he realized how good he is, how precise his routes were. So he said, he's going to be my permanent receiver at the camp. So they have all sorts of contests and everything. But Peyton immediately seized on Cooper and said, for ever as long as you're here, you're my permanent receiver. And so his brothers wanted him. Uh, Certainly Eli wanted him for these contests. But no, uh, that was, well, Les Snead, the general manager of the Rams, had sent his son to the Manning Passing Academy. So he's down there watching the talent, this high school talent, and he hears wind of Peyton grabbing onto this Eastern Washington receiver. That immediately puts him on the radar screen. Uh, as you know, Les Snead likes to trade away his early picks. You know, the last first-round pick they had was Jared Goff in 2016. Right. So they, the whole Rams' philosophy is is trade away your picks, get the veteran players now, and and do what you can later in the draft, and they've had some good success. Well, the year Cooper came out, he ran a 4.62 at the the combine, a 4.6240, which is unimpressive, especially for that position. And I mean, it's still better than I could do, but, um, you know. (laughs) Yeah, fractionally. Uh, But there was nobody pumping his fist more than Les Snead in the background because he knew he wanted Cooper Cup. He knew that a lot, this guy was going to slip through the cracks. And in fact, he did. Fell all the way to the third round. And that's where the Rams were able to get him. So there is a Peyton Manning connection to Cooper Cup that even predates Peyton Manning because it dates back to Jake Cup blocking for Archie Manning. And now my dog's trying to get up in my lap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because he knows that uh, essentially your five minutes are are way up there, Sam. You might have to rename this 15 minutes with Sam Farmer. But uh, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate, and I don't need to promote you. People who know you know and go find you. But obviously during this NFL season, for that matter, uh, tennis coverage, because that seems to be something you end up doing quite a bit with uh, Wimbledon coming up. Um, Look for Sam Farmer in the LA Times. Uh, He he gives insight into aspects of sports that are not like us, uh, X's and O's and stats, but really an insight into the people who play these games and why they do it and and special writing, which is why you're a Hall of Famer, my man, and uh, very happy to call you uh, a a distant acquaintance. So thank you so much for your time. (laughs) I'm claiming distant acquaintance from now on, too. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're, you're roped in now, too, Kevin. Thank you, Sam. All right, Kevin. Sam Farmer, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. So here's a segment uh, that I have a particular interest in because if you are on a mailing list, you know that NFL teams go nuts when it comes to getting their name on stuff. And they introduce, you know, they're always trying to let you know that there's something new. Now, some of these are sanctioned by the team and by the National Football League, which, by the way, I have not mentioned, Kevin, we are not. (laughs) Yeah, we are not. We are the Rebel podcast. We're doing this outside of the realm. I'm not even sure we can say NFL or Rams. (laughs) So, Yeah, we are not. uh, We do not have the stamp of approval of the LA Rams on this. We're rebels in that sense. (laughs) Yeah. So I have absolutely no problem criticizing anything that I find ridiculous. Honestly, there was one thing I thought I'd talk about, which is... (laughs) <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams Ball Garden Stone. 
It's just, <laughs> but it's just, there's no description. It's yeah. And it's on the actual Rams fan shop website. Wow. It's a stone in the shape of a football with a Rams logo slapped on it, wow. which goes in your garden. No. So I'm not going to talk about that because that's boring and ridiculous. <laughs> I would use it as a paperweight uh, for for the record. I would I would I would definitely make that a multifunctioning tool. I, I, yeah, okay. Good. All right. You've already found more use for it than I had. Um I did order the Rams Garden Gnome, by of the course. way. Just to, yeah, how could you but not? No. But the uh, the gift to those of us looking for merch is a little website called Etsy and sure yes. enough, I found a Los Angeles football team pet portrait. And let me read the description for you because Please. it is absolutely glorious. And uh, we'll put a link up on um, in the description of the podcast. It's time to own your own masterpiece and give your fur friend the portrait they deserve. A custom pet portrait for your dog or cat. Yes. Have your dog in the style of a Los Angeles Rams player. <laughs> the perfect gift for any pet or NFL lover. Not Not both. But one or, yeah, the other. one or the other, you pick. Oh, my goodness. Now, this Etsy uh, crafts person has already sold over 5,000 portraits, putting their wow. dog, uh, your dog's face or cat's face on the body of an NFL player. I, I, I at first I saw I saw the signature on here and they and they have a signature on the uh, on the portrait on Etsy, which I thought at first it said uh, Jared Wolf. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> I just read it wrong. Uh, but yeah, it's like a sheepdog in a double zero Rams jersey. It's fantastic and ridiculous. Can they be both at the same time? It, it almost um, sounds creepy, but in a great way. Are, they, are these essentially like anthropomorphic uh, figures, if yes. you will, like they're standing on two legs. They just have a dog, and it can be your. Like I could put Coconut, who's lying here beside me, my sweet little puppy boy. I could put his <laughs> head on on Cooper Cup's body, on Aaron Donald's body, on a, or a Rams player's body, essentially. The, the, yes, you completely understand the concept, Kevin. <laughs> hey, and go it's, Kevin. It's spectacular. <laughs> so there you go. There's uh, merch madness for this week. You, you got your garden stone slash paperweight with the Rams logo on it, or. Uh, you know, make your dog's day. <laughs> I guess, yes. Who is that for? <laughs> that, I, I am. Who, who really is that for? Five thousand of them. This person has made. I think. I think the answer is me. I think the answer is that is for me. I'm going to check out the Setsy shop, and we may have we may have a coconut artwork piece in the in the shots household here pretty soon. <laughs> All right. Well, if it happens, look, I've got a dog too. Bixby uh, may have to be. <laughs> on on somebody's body, uh, we'll figure that out. But we'll be sure to share. Yeah, I know what I'm getting, Larry, for Christmas. That's uh, it's already it's already in the in the in the bag. Um, well, Larry, your your job is not done because I'm about to put you to work in the introductory segment of Ram or Sham. And in fact, I am just going to let this uh, this uh, this little jingle do the work for us. Here we go. <laughs> oh, is it a Ram or is it a Sham? That's the only question on this exam. Time to figure out which one is the lie. That's all you need to know, and now you know why it's called Ram. Or Sham. Ram. Or Sham. Ram or Sham. You know what? I made that, and I didn't listen to it for a while until right now, and now that I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh God, what did I do? Wait, Kevin, you made that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 
I would have sworn that that came from a professional jingle house. Uh, maybe, you know, we got somebody like uh, Sean Mendez to sing for it. I mean, yeah. that's, I thought you spared no expense on that. That came right out of your, wow, I'm, I'm impressed. I, so Ram or Sham is basically yeah. what uh, that little uh, jaunty jingle said over and over and over again. I was yes. so dazzled by it. It took me a while for the concept to sink in. So uh, I'm a little concerned now, not about the jingle, but about the testing well, my knowledge. I did here. think about just letting that run with the Ram or Sham for for you know another forty minutes, but we do did have to you get loop to the, it for like ten minutes. <laughs> we, do, we do have to actually get to the segment <laughs> itself. It was all in the jingle if you were listening, but um, I what I have here is three short stories about a Rams player, and one of them is what I'm calling the sham. One is a lie. The other two two are the Ram. This is correct. This is accurate about this Rams player. So there are two that are right. true. One that is a lie. Larry, it's your job to decide which is which. You okay. feeling ready for this? I am focused and ready, yes. That's why we call it Ram or Sham. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. <laughs> Oh, so man. we're we're gonna focus on Cooper Cup because that seems to be the theme of of this here episode. So here's the first. Sorry, hold on, hold on. Can't get that out of my head. Let me <laughs> let me think of another song real quick. Uh, take on me. Okay, got it. Uh, Ram or Sham? Here we go. Cooper Cup recently became the celebrity spokesperson for a brand of allergy eye drops. Cooper Cup says he's had a lifelong struggle with itchy eyes and spring allergies, and so he's partnered with one of the world's largest eye care companies. The eye drops he's endorsing claim to be the number one doctor-recommended eye allergy relief drop. This is... <laughs> and that's your first huh. story. So think about that. You don't have to choose doesn't now. doesn't sound outrageous. It doesn't uh -huh. sound weird enough to be like false, but at the same time, all right, all right, I got that one. Okay, what's the second? Next one, Cooper Cup ghosted Peyton Manning. So as we learned, Cooper Cup has a connection to Peyton Manning working at uh, at his football camps, and they exchanged numbers while they were at this, while they were in the many years that they were at this training camp. Sometime later, however, Peyton Manning changes his number and doesn't inform Cooper Cup. And for months, <laughs> Cooper is receiving these ambiguous texts from an unknown number, and he just chose not to answer them. And it wasn't until Cooper receives a picture of him and Manning together at a private event that he puts two and two together and realizes that he's been ghosting one of the greatest football players of all time. Ram or sham. <laughs> so all right, got that's it. number two. Ghosting Peyton Manning. Got ghosting it. Peyton okay. Manning. And your third and final story here, which one is the sham? Cooper Cup got pranked by his niece in front of Chris Pratt. While at dinner with his family, including Cooper Cup's 12-year-old niece, Cooper spots Chris Pratt eating at the same restaurant as his family. Cooper's niece suggests that they go say hi because she says, I, I went to school, I go to school with Chris Pratt's son. So Cooper Cup's like, no, I don't want to bother him at dinner. He's with his family. On their way out, after some arm twisting, he decides, okay, sure, we'll go say hi. So they go up and Cooper Cup says, hey, you know, I'm sorry to bother you. This is my niece. She's in the same class as your son. We just wanted to give them the chance to say hi. His niece looks straight at Cooper Cup and says, He's not in my class. You just said you wanted to meet Chris Pratt. <laughs> and, and embarrassment ensues. Uh, Pratt was kind enough to take a photo regardless, but uh, but Cooper's niece got him pretty good. So, Ram or Sham, you got your three wow. stories, Larry. Okay, so I think uh, second story, uh, ghosting Peyton Manning, completely believable. I buy that one. I, I uh -huh. think that's a Ram. 
The Chris Pratt story. I feel like I heard that story, but I, I'm not connecting that with Cooper Cup. I feel like that's somebody else. There's something telling me that's somebody else. Um, allergy eye drops. I, I got to think at this point, Cooper Cup has a major like team of representatives who are trying to get him his own shoe and his own energy drink and <laughs> you know these major endorsements with with huge potential for kajillions of dollars because NFL players just aren't making enough money. <laughs> yeah, let's give uh, them more. So I'm not sure that a very specific kind of allergy eye drop. I'm going to say that first story is completely What's what's my choice again? I forget my choices. Uh, Your choices, you Larry, me? are between Graham or Sham. <laughs> ah, okay, I think the first story is the sham. You're saying that the allergy eye drops are a sham, and as a result, you're saying that the Peyton ghosting and the Chris Pratt pranking are your Rams. Larry Morgan, you are incorrect Ooh. in this first ever edition of Graham or Sham. The sham was the other one that you were debating between, the Chris Pratt one. The Chris Pratt? Who was that? Yep, you are exactly right. And maybe you saw the exact same thing I saw where Bill Hader, while on Jimmy Kimmel, told this this story about his, it wasn't Ah. his niece, but it was his his daughter who totally pranked him with Chris Pratt. So Should have gone with my first instinct on that. That was that I I felt like Cooper Cup was not involved in that story, but I couldn't place it. And allergy, I, really? Yeah, so the allergy, the the company is called Alcon, the name name of the eye drops are called Adaday, kind of like Attaboy, like where you, you, you know, smack a football player on the butt and say Attaboy, which is yeah, the, yeah, the only place you're allowed yeah. to smack a, a, someone on the butt in public, by the way, is on a football field or baseball field. That's the only place it's allowed. <laughs> that's, that's but, uh, outside of outside of a stadium, <laughs> off the field of a stadium, it is considered bad form. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, exactly. But Attaday, Attaday eye drops, if you are, well, I mean, look, <laughs> Cooper Cup already got to you through us. So uh, clearly the endorsement is already paying off for him and for and for Alcon and Attaday. <laughs> I guess. Cooper, I think you, I think you really got to work with your team. You can do better than that. But it, look, if it helps people, that's great. And you sure. raise some awareness about that particularly, particular <laughs> brand of, yeah. of allergy, I guess I guess you're doing your job. So it's, anyway. It's, it's soon to be the biggest thing in the world. So there you go. Well, I, I immediately failed uh, that particular segment, uh, but <laughs> I, I got to hear that jingle a lot. So that's the positive side of it. Uh, you know, and as music lovers, I think uh, as we start to wrap up here, I think one of the things that we've talked about here on this podcast so far is that... Uh, our goal is to welcome folks aboard, jump on that bandwagon for the Rams. Um, it, it's it's a great place to be. We don't have any baggage from the past. We don't have any, you know, move to St. Louis that weighs us down. We don't yeah. ever have to say the name Georgia and, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, have like really bad reaction. Uh, if you know what that means, you know what that means. Um, <laughs> but we do have one thing in our past that I feel like lingers as a mm-hmm. sour aftertaste that we've got to do something about. And, and if there's any goal that I've got during this podcast, Kevin, it's to try and get a new official song because the last thing we've got goes back to 1986, a Super Bowl shuffle knockoff in a very mediocre season called Ram It. Now, uh, is it a bop? 
Sure. Uh, yeah. Does it have the same appeal as Ram or Sham? Absolutely not. Yeah, but, let's be let's be real. <laughs> but it was an attempt, like I said, to kind of copy that sensibility of the Super Bowl shuffle, which was yeah. a ridiculous, resounding success. The difference is the Bears went on to actually win a Super Bowl that yes. season, and uh, the Rams uh, barely finished above 500 and were eliminated in a wild card game going into the playoffs. Yes, so it, it did not work for them. Work what you're saying. For them, no. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that since then there has been no official Ram song. So I am putting out the plea right now to our constituents, to our listeners, to any anyone jumping aboard the bandwagon, and and especially anybody in LA. You're a musician. You've got a studio. You've yeah. got the ability to create. You know, beautiful, amazing sounds. You come up with a fantastic idea. We're going to take submissions during the run of this podcast for the official Rams song. Yeah. I, I, I take it back. The unofficial the un- Rams. Yeah. We have nothing song. to do. Official is is not a word that is in our in, in our ether here. <laughs> but we will submit it, and yes. uh, we do know people, so yeah. we can get it, uh, you know, in front of the right folks. But I think the Rams deserve it, yeah. and I think uh, we gotta we gotta move on from Ram it with yeah. a, a lyric like uh, Ram it all day and Ram it all night. <laughs> I I think we can elevate the material a little bit. I I wrote a very right? similar song with that lyric, but it had nothing to do with football. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, see, and we don't we don't need to hear that one either. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there is my personal goal, uh, Kevin, for yep. the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast, and I hope that we can make some impact. And uh, I, you know, I look forward to the season ahead and uh, yep. all the uh, the fun stuff we get to talk about. Let's hope it yep. is a fruitful one. But we will be here. There's one thing about being on this bandwagon: we plan on staying. Yeah, we are not jumping off if things look bleak because we've been through that. <laughs> oh yeah, the, part of being on a bandwagon is being there through the rough years as well, which we ha- we were. We were there in the early years of the Rams coming to LA and and going through some tough seasons and you know, the head coach and Jeff Fisher and going through that change to Sean McVay and and I'm grateful to say that I went through all that and even if look, even if this year is terrible, I'm staying on this bandwagon and I'm bringing people on board with me. So um, so we're not going anywhere. I, I, I echo that sentiment, Larry. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, I have high hopes. I think at the very least, as long as everybody stays healthy, I think this is going to be a fun team to watch. And I, I know I'm going to be there for it. So yeah, uh, yeah. welcome to the bandwagon, people. And uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, for Kevin Schatz, I am Larry Morgan. And uh, as we like to say... Oh, we don't have a catchphrase yet, Kevin. We're gonna have to work on that oh, God, too. Yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute, we didn't discuss this." Yeah, well, that's kind of, oh, boy, we didn't. Uh, we, we, we're gonna have to come up with that. All right, we'll we'll come up with something. Uh, Ram or sham? <laughs> nope, that's not it. Welcome to.